Hey guys, welcome to the Hansies World Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what I thought entrepreneurship was going to be like and uh, what it really turned out to be. So when I kind of left uh, playing junior hockey, I got into the CBD industry and I started off with my uncle's company out of Colorado. And it was going really smooth. The thing is, he would spoil you when you'd come out to see him. So like the realistic seeing the corporation, you saw what they wanted you to see almost. Like you'd go to professional sports games, go out to really nice dinners. Like you were just treated like royalty when you came to see the corporate office. Well, when you're at home and you're still starting and you're at the beginning and you're, you know, I had distribution rights to Montana with that company. You're still in the hole, so like you're eating top ramen, but then when you go to the corporation, you're like, fuck, I'm eating steak and shit. So it kind of throws your mind off a little bit. Like, I feel like I should have this every night. And that was a huge ego trip I was on at the beginning, too, which did not help whatsoever. But, anyways, within that ego process, you start losing a lot of people, too, because you're like, well, I feel like I deserve this when reality, you don't deserve it at all. You have to still earn it and find your network because the corporation's network is going to be different than your network. And that's why you have the distribution rights to Montana because you were supposed to build the network in Montana for them even though they have however many states on lockdown with other people. So your focus would be your state. The corporation's focused on supplying you with all the product, all the marketing supplies you need. But realistically, you know, they're always getting money from you. So when I started to really look at that after about four years and I was starting to do good towards my fourth year and with the company where I started like, okay, now I'm living how I want to live. You know, we moved into a 2,500 square foot house, just awesome, killing it. And then I go, hey, I'm going to leave this company and have full ownership in my own company. Like totally not have this as a backup either. Like when I leave this, I'm leaving it. And so I decided to leave my uncle's company and reality hit really quick because you have no backup. You start in your LLCs, you're getting everything set up with your business logos, your websites, your medias. It's kind of a little overwhelming at first. And then plus now you have to make labels, uh, make sure your product's coming and learn how to make the product because you didn't do that before. And so we had to partner up with people that could teach us certain things to build those skills so we could go on and go. So the first three months were like, oh shit, are we gonna go broke? Like it was almost that feeling, you don't know where you're gonna be for a little bit. And then it gets unsettling because you start really going into a hole because you're learning a whole new set of skills you really didn't have or I didn't have. And at that time, you know, our company had maybe two stores, you know, Cedar Life Labs for Montana Sungrown and Chronic Caregivers. And so when you really look at that, you're like, okay, I have two stores and we're brand new. So we're not selling a bunch of product at this point. And so now you fast forward two years, Montana Sungrown has been alive now and we have 32 locations. We've really built the skills and had everything, but we have to go back to, holy shit, this was not fun. <laughs> so I thought I was going to be partying every night, eating the best food, travel in the world. And realistically, what ended up happening is, you know, you're sleeping three hours a night you're fixing a lot of problems that just keep failing because you have no 
extra income to play with to build these. Like when something fails, you got to be really um, careful on how you fix it, especially when you don't have a lot of reserve money. And so learning that skill was really tough with me. Thank goodness my business partner is my mom. And she's been extremely patient with teaching me and guiding me on how to talk to people, how to market myself. And not everybody's going to agree with how you still do it. Like you're still going to have that conflict because you're constantly adjusting and learning, especially when you have to step out like, wow, before I came into the business, I played hockey. So you have to have a little bit of ego there playing sports with your confidence in a way because you're trying to perform at the highest level with other athletes. So when you come here and you're running a business, you're like, oh, you better perform at the same level when realistically you have to build these skills with each individual, which at the beginning I did not understand. So that was a huge learning curve to me. Like, how do I teach myself to be able to teach people an easy process of what we do and not complicate it and also allow them to build a system of their own that works within our structure that makes it easy for them to succeed. It all has to work together as a team, but you can't get frustrated, even though you're gonna, like you have to learn how to take a time out for five minutes and be like, okay, deep breath, because they're counting on me. If I'm energetically very outstrung, it's not gonna help anybody in my team. So you have to be the one carrying yourself with this diligence of profession with no matter what you do, and I think that just takes time with everything you're going to do within the business and learning. So if you think you're going to get in this business or any business and party, like you're going to have a five year stretch of this fucking sucks. And that's okay, but you have to be willing to do it. Like we sold the 2,500 um, square foot house and moved into 750 square foot places, you know? So it wasn't an easy transition. You're moving from luxury to you don't have anything and you have to be okay with that and learn how to maneuver with it. But then when you start earning all the luxuries back, you almost don't overpossess yourself because you understood what it takes to get there. And you also understand how much meaning is behind it because you're like, wow, you know, I took three years to build this income. Do I really want to spend it on something that's just bullshit? Probably not. You know, do I really need Gucci? Probably fucking not. You know what I mean? For some people, they really dig that. But for me, like, I could wear the same Jordans for three years and be happy. Like, it has to balance out with what you're doing and in the categories. But you have to really, within that first year of business, work on destroying the ego and building yourself up as a leader more than anything. So I thank everybody for tuning into our first podcast. I know it was probably a little bit of a rough one, but with everything gets better at times. So stick with us and we look forward to the future.